Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I am excited about another opportunity to be on with you. That's right, with you, talking to you about how to be wealthy, healthy, wise, and to live the best life possible for you. You know, you have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. It's just a tiny little minute, but your eternities are all wrapped up in it. And this minute, this moment right now is going to be a moment I hope will change your life. I'm excited about another opportunity to share something in this moment, this, this, this time together that will inspire me and hopefully will inspire you because I'm always growing as I go through the process every week with these great guests or whether we just have conversation. I'm grateful for every time. Now, you know, I start every show with that God's Minute by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor and by, uh, I guess by uh, distance, my mentor, because I read his works, I listened to his audios, and I learned from him. You don't have to have a mentor who you personally meet or greet. You can have a mentor who you discover along the way, and that's what I've done with Dr. Mays. But anyway, Dr. Mays gave that one minute that inspired generations, and I've used it in my speeches and in my interviews, everywhere I've gone, written a book that was based on that one minute. It only takes a minute to change your life. And now I also take a moment before I get started in the interview to give God glory, to give God praise and give God thanks, not just for this show, which is now the number one motivational show in America, not just for speaking and books and television and more radio opportunities around the country, but more importantly, for life, for strength, for the ability to be here in the land of the living, because I don't care what your problems are, your situation, your circumstances, your, your troubles, I can guarantee you that there's someone in a graveyard near your home that would gladly switch places with you. So be grateful for everything, and you can work through it. You can, you can turn it around. You can change your life. And I'm going to have a, a, an interview today about somebody who did just that. She is a force of nature. 
you know, you probably don't know her name as well as many other forces of nature, but I know her name. If you have ever been to the Money Wise tour that Kelvin Boston from PBS has been putting on for a number of years around the country, if you've ever been to one of those tour events, which I spoke at, Dennis Kimbrough and uh, Buster Sores and, and so many others are, uh, have spoken at, then you've heard her. Her name is Doreen Vale. Doreen Vale is a force of nature. She's a world-class singer. That's the truth. Her singing is incredible. She's been compared to Yolanda Adams, Chaka Khan, CeCe Winans, and even Barbara Streisand. Uh, they, they, they all who hear her say, wow. She, I tell people, she makes the hair on my head stand up, and I don't have no hair on my head any longer. That's how powerful she is. Uh, she is not just a singer. She now has become a speaker on the tour, talking about how she went from broke and busted and disgusted to create a wealthy mindset that creates wealth in her life and her family's life. And now she adds to that being an author of a hot new book called Poor No More. <laughs> I love this. An inspiring journey to financial peace and I say prosperity on top of that. She's a, a speaker, a singer, a storyteller. She has been nominated for a Stella Award for Contemporary Female Artist of the Year. She has traveled all around the globe. She produced the theme song for the highly acclaimed HBO series, The Wire. She's sung and appeared on TBN uh, on uh, the movie entitled Guilty by Association starring Morgan Freeman. She has shared the platform with CeCe Winans, Donnie McClurkin, Yolanda Adams, Kirk Franklin, Frankly Beverly, Frankly Beverly and Mays, and Andy Williams. And as I said, she is the song guru of the Money Wise Tour. And now she's the author of the book, Poor No More. So ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you my friend, Doreen Vale. Doreen, are you there? I am here. Wow, you are awesome. You know that, don't you? Thank you so much. I'm listening to you, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, that's all I said was the truth. Oh, before we go any further, let me take a moment, though, to, before I do anything else, to thank our sponsor, page after page. Uh, for those who are interested in getting high-security, cybersecurity programs and equipment for their offices, copiers, Computers. He is a high-end government uh, authorized. He has some of his his machines in high places like the White House and congressional offices where they need security. If you need security and you need it seriously, his African American business. He's built a major business. Co just contact James Page. Page after page. Uh, not net, and you can. Learn more about him and what he has been able to accomplish. I highly recommend you do that. Well, now that we are into the interview, let me take a moment to say, Doreen, you have been, I gave them the, 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 the thumbnail sketch of who you are, where you come from. Well, why don't you tell them a little more about Doreen Vale and her story? Oh, okay. Doreen Vale, born in the Fort Green Projects of Brooklyn, uh, moved on up to Hempstead, Long Island, as a toddler, uh, grew up in New York City and Long Island till a teenager, relocated to North Carolina, 
found my high school sweetheart that I'm still married to after all these 40 years. Wow, 40 years. 40 years. I keep telling him he should just be getting out on parole for marrying a baby. I'm only 44 now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but he's put up with me from that two beautiful daughters and five incredible grandchildren and just the full life. Started singing when uh, I tell people that I came out the womb whining, whining. So that whining eventually came to a song and just started. I sang in front of about 2,000 people at the age of nine years old and um, matriculated through school and uh, went into health care. Uh, certified occupational therapy assistant by trade. Love the seniors, still work with them to this day. And from there went on and continued through singing, sang to my patients until they told me they pushed me out. They labeled me the songbird and said I had to be heard by more people than them. And they really catapulted me and pushed me out there further into music industry and music ministry. And from there, linked up with the Money Wise Empowerment Tour, found out that I just didn't have an ability to sing, but all that running of the mouth that I did, uh, I was a speaker. And uh, from that, just knew that I was not a part of that tour for myself because I learned so much from people like you that I knew people in my circle would never have the opportunity to uh, sit with and learn from, hence, here comes a book, um, my first, I believe, and I know, um, Poor No More, An Inspiring Journey to Financial Peace. Wow. This book, folks, I've, I've got this book earmarked throughout the book because here's what, why I wanted her. Often we have people who are superstars, wealth magnets, whether it's a T.D. Jakes or whether it's a John Maxwell or a Les Brown or Wally Amos or Bob Johnson who started BET. But most people say, well, I can't relate to all of their story. I remember one time, and you'll you'll relate to this, Doreen, because Dennis Kimbrough was one of the speakers on the Money Wise tour. Mm -hmm. And I was at a seminar. I was a new speaker trying to figure out entrepreneurism. And the first speaker came up and talked about how he had made millions of dollars. He had a perfect house. He had a perfect family. He had a perfect life. Things were going great. He had his own private jet. And I said, woo, and he was telling how he did all of this and made all of this money. And I said, wow, that's great. And I'm writing notes. And I'm, 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 I'm just excited about hearing his ideas. But then the next speaker came up, and his name was Dennis Kimbrough. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how he struggled. Yeah. He talked about how when he was trying to launch his speaking and publishing activities, mm -hmm. he couldn't pay his bills. Right. How they turned off the lights. And that day they turned off the lights, his daughters, his three daughters were running around the house, and the lights go out. Mm -hmm. The house is dark. And they said, Daddy, Daddy, what happened? He said, oh, baby, we're going to play hide-and-go-seek. You girls play hide-and-go-seek. I've got to make a quick run. And he went down to the, the electric company and looked around at all the tellers and found one older black lady with gray hair sitting at one of the windows. And he waited for her window to open up. He went to her and said, look, I've got to tell you the truth. I've got three babies at home. I've got a check coming in. 
for a book I just wrote. It's called Think and Grow Rich, a Black Choice. And, but right now, I'm struggling. I don't have the money to pay the electric, but I need the electric on. And the money should be here any day, but I don't know what to do. And something in my spirit told me to, to, to talk to you. And she said, let me see. She went on the computer, said, you've been able to pay most of your, you know, up, uh, but you're behind a few months now. But up to that time, you were doing good. He said, yeah, I was in school, I was getting my doctorate, and, and, but I made sure to pay the electric. And he said, and, I, and these last few months I've been focused on this book and have been working as hard. Get this book done. It's done. It's on its way. And she said, okay. She said, let me see. said, baby, I just gave you two weeks. Wow. Your electric will be home when you, on when you get home. Wow. I'm giving you two weeks that they don't usually authorize, but okay. something in my spirit said I should help you. He went home, his electric was on, and within a week, the check came in. He paid that electric bill, and he said, you know, I've struggled with different things over the years, but I was able to do this. And, yeah. and when he said that story, I related to him. Right. I, I, I connected with him, and we became friends after that day. I went to talk to him, and I said, I don't remember the name of the guy who was the first speaker. I don't even remember who he is. I don't remember his name, because I could not relate to him. Oh, I was impressed with him, but... I couldn't relate to him because I was struggling. I was struggling with my finances. I struggled to keep the bills paid, struggling to keep the lights on, the phones on while I was building my business. And that's what has inspired me about your book. You tell the truth, your whole story, the good, the bad, the ugly. You tell about uh, losing homes. You, you talk about it. And so that's why I wanted people to know about this book, Poor No More. And what I wanted to talk most, most specifically about is mindset. You talk throughout this book about mindset and the fact that some of your habits or thinking about money came from your parents. So we're going to talk about the whole thing, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how you broke through that mindset, how you broke through and on your way to wealth and health and, and prosperity and how you did it with your husband. We're going to be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all 
access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind-the-scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask, is that you pass it on. Because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. My special guest, the one and only, the songbird. Her name is Doreen Vale. Some of you might not know it, but if you've been to the Money Wise tour with Kelvin Boston, where I've been one of the keynote speakers, uh, Buster Sories, uh, uh, Debt Free, uh, has been a keynote speaker. Dr. Dennis Kimbrough has been a keynote speaker. So many who are just incredible speakers have been part of this. And Kelvin found this lady in Baltimore, Maryland, and and said, that's who I want to have as one of my uh, team members. Because when she sings, the room changes. The energy in the room changes. The atmosphere changes. She literally changes the atmosphere. Now she's gone from being a world-class singer who is a stellar-nominated singer for the uh, Contemporary Female Artist of the Year, a Whammy Award-winning singer, uh, a uh, female artist. She's been on television with uh, TBN. You might have seen her. You might have heard her. But if you're not, you want to hear her talk about how she came from a household where financial security was not something that was taught, where uh, her dad was an entrepreneur, her mom was a woman who worked three jobs. The two of them finally were able to take them out of the tenements in New York City and get a home, and that was their first home. But they didn't understand financial literacy. They didn't understand saving. They didn't understand investing. And... They lost that home. Doreen, what was what was the lessons you learned? Uh, you you tell a story in the book about your mama pulling out some pants. I mean, you you you, you talk about that. <laughs> yes, uh, it's it's really interesting because I'm in North Carolina right now, and so I had the opportunity to go and see my mother and present her with my brand new book. She knew that I was writing a book, and I finally got to present it to her. And as I gave it to her. I said, you know, if you can get past chapter one, we're going to be okay. But first I made sure I ate the liver and rice that she cooked for me just in case. (laughs) Got the food that she was cooked for. So if there's any problem, you done got fed. I'm fed. I'm full. (laughs) I can go. (laughs) But there was an interesting, I learned through writing this book that where I got my habits from, what I learned about finances, the first chapter is called My Financial Education, My Homeschool Training, because my first lesson on finances was in my home growing up. And one of the things that I mentioned in particular in my book is is about a pair of pants. Um, Growing up, one night I saw my mother crawling on all fours, backing up out of her bedroom, and she was dragging my father's pair of pants. And she looked at me, and she put her finger over her lips, told me to be quiet. And I watched this as she crawled backwards and pulled his pants out. Now, my father always carried much money and much change in his pants, so it was a very tedious process not to get all that jingling going while he's asleep. Right. And she pulled him into the living room, and I saw her start to go through his pockets. And then she removed some money, and she she removed the money. She put the rest of it back. And I'm watching this activity. I'm wondering, is that 
stealing? Does he know she's taking the money? What What is going on here from a child's mind trying to figure out what is going on? So when I saw my mother this weekend, um, before we could come back and visit her again, the next day, the same day, she said, um, so what did you know about the pants? Well, you never saw that. I said, but I did see that. She said, you saw me doing that. I said, yes, I clearly remember because I don't know, I didn't know what was going on. And so she said, at that time, back in the 60s, that my father was making $500 a week. He would bring $250 home to her to run the household, and the other 250 he used his fun money and mm. carry-around change in yes. his pockets. And that the only way that she could get enough money to get through to the next week for the household is to take money out of his pocket because he would not give it to her. He would not give her more money to run the household, so that's how she did it. She said that she never knew how much she actually got, she just pulled some out and put it back in. He never mentioned how much he was missing because he didn't count his money. He just shoved it all in his pocket as he spent it. It was really interesting to watch my home dynamics because my mother was always screaming, close refrigerated door, cut those lights off. Um, you know, we're paying this person, that person. We don't have any money to do this and this and this. And on the other side, my father's pocket seems like it weighed down to his knees. He was always going bowling, eating out, going here, going there. He dressed amazingly. And so as a child, we didn't understand why are you saying we don't have any money when my father's obviously rich. Mm. He was an entrepreneur. He owned businesses. Um, we owned a laundromat. And when he would empty ma the machines, we just knew that we had tons of money as he walked out the door. Uh -huh. um, and it was just really confusing as a child. My mother, the conversations that we had once I started with Money Wise Empowerment Tour, and she explained to me when she got married, she did not know what a bill was. Mm. Her homeschooling on bills is that her aunt and uncle, he paid for everything. Her aunt never saw a bill. She never saw a bill. She didn't even know what a bill was until the day that she got married. Wow. Wow. And how did she handle those bills? Um, not well, because she wasn't taught. So, right. um, you know, she had, the man handled everything. So initially, mm. my father had all the money. But right. then the bills are coming in and things aren't getting paid. Um, interestingly, that's how they lost their house, because he was the one that was supposed to be handling it all. And then when you grew up, because of that financial education you learned there, how did you handle bills? Oh, one night I absolutely drug my husband's pants out of the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Went through his pockets. Let me tell you, there was not much in there at all because he bought his check home to me, and I actually paid all the household bills. I knew exactly what we had. I actually gave him the money for lunch and so forth. So, um, But that was a habit that I saw, and it was one that I felt like I needed to practice. Wow. Um, honestly, because I saw my mom do it. So it must be what you do in marriages. Mm. Um, I only did it once. My yes. husband swears that I never did it, but he never knew. That was the whole beauty of the whole thing. Right. Um, but it felt awkward. To me. And it was not honest in a relationship how you not, and you yeah. know people know we talk in our new marriage book just for those who don't know about the new marriage book make love make money make it last the book is just taking off like crazy I want everybody to go to jollymarriage.com and get 
the free chapter on how to uh, disagree without being disagreeable. And then if you uh, read that and you like want it more, you can get the book, get two copies, one for each of the people in the couple uh, uh, in the marriage. And y'all read it together. If you want to be on the same page, it's best being reading out the same book at the same time. But we talk about money and how you have to talk about everything. You have to be honest with your money and you have to be honest about the challenges with your money. You can't be hiding and dipping and diving and having different agenda because it's not it's not healthy for the marriage which you learned you only did it once and but then you 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 say in the book you got mad at your bills i got absolutely mad at my bills um uh, i got mad look we had bills growing up um all i knew is that my mother liked nice things and she made sure her family looked nice Uh i didn't know what it cost to look nice I didn't know what it cost to move from the Fort Greene projects in Brooklyn to this amazing new home in Long Island with this beautiful backyard. I was a child. I had no idea that a cost was associated to that. If you're not teaching your children that there's a cost associated to living, then they don't know. Yeah, kids do think maybe money does grow on trees. Right. And so when I had such a horrendous encounter with a bill collector at like the age of 9 or 10 years old, I decided that the way I would avoid ever being traumatized by bills again wasn't not to make any bills. It was to ignore those. Wow. (laughs) Oh, boy. Sounds like my niece who we went to visit her one day and and we mentioned something about how how your finances coming or something. And she opened a drawer and said, there they are. They're all the bills. And she had had not even opened them. And you, you have a great line in your book about bills what is the what's that theory about bills or that statement it says bills don't go they grow Mm. ignore your bills but they won't ignore you they Mm. will start collecting late payment fees all that interest that is piling up it goes into collections now you have collection fees then they start looking for all of the people that you put down on your credit application and start calling their numbers and looking for you. Now you're running and hiding your car at your friend's house because you know that they're looking for your car. Now your friends are calling you, telling you that your bill collectors are calling them. What is going on? And we think that, too, and inside of that, you know that they're building up. Look, funny story. One church that I went to, they said, bring all your bills. And we're going to just lay them all on the altar and just pray them away. God works in mysterious ways, but my bills didn't go away. <laughs> right, right. I, I think Somebody it's. Told, yeah. I think it's, you're right about that. We hear people sometimes saying supernatural debt, right. debt uh, release. But if you made them, then yeah. you got something for them, then it's stewardship to pay them. And yeah, God will bless you with. Uh, with the thing, but you can't make that your every month come back and say, okay, God, bless me again. Do it again. You know, he will bless you with money that might come in that you weren't expecting, but he's looking for good stewardship. One of the things you say is that you went through the bill issue, you ignored them, it grew, which many people struggle with. They, they get more, uh, they get more materials then they got money to pay for it they got the bigger house the bigger car the car note they say well i figured out they use the credit cards all to the max and then they wonder what they got to do to get out of this mess and we always say when you're in a hole stop digging stop spending and you learned that and and you went through some tough times with that particularly you went through bankruptcy 
And, and, and I love at the end of that, that bankruptcy lesson chapter, you say this, bankruptcy is not an option to be taken lightly. It's viable, it's legal, yeah, but it's not something to be taken lightly. Bankruptcy can give you a new beginning, but not an ending. I love that. That's a great line. You can overcome financial trauma if you work a plan and a system. You can overcome it and you can discover financial freedom and peace of mind. Start by forgiving yourself. I thought that was a powerful piece. And then when you know more, you can say no more to letting the finances rule you. You start to rule the finances. And that's what I loved about, throughout the book, you are open, you are honest. You, where, where can they get this book? It's called Poor No More. Where can they get it? Poor No More. Um, it is on Amazon if you'd like to order from Amazon. Or you can go to my website, DoreenVale.net, and there will be um, a click there that you can actually order the book. If you order from my website, DoreenVale.net, um, uh, you will get an autograph book. All right. You not get through Amazon, and you will also get someone, I don't remember who it is, but suggested that I have these amazing bookmarks made. So yes, somebody. <laughs> somebody. I think his name started with the W. Willie. I'll, I'll get it to you later. Willie Jolly, somebody. But amazing idea um, to get the bookmark. So we would also send out the bookmark for you if you order through DoreenVale.net. Amen. Or, like I said, you can get through Amazon. But one thing I do... Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guest, Doreen Vale. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for years, I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back. Doreen, you were getting ready to say something. Uh, for those who are just joining us, Doreen Vale, uh, author, Port No More, uh, award-winning singer, uh, speaker, uh, the highlight of the Money Wise tour for many years. If you've been to Money Wise, you've seen her, you've been inspired by her, you've been, your life has been changed. I know mine has. And I, I had to let people know about this book. What were you getting ready to say, Doreen, about the book and the lessons there? I was getting ready to say in that uh, first chapter of homeschool lessons, the beauty of this is that my mother is now in her mid to upper 80s. Uh -huh. And after what I learned about finances, we had many long conversations during the writing of this book. I would tell her what I was learning through Money Wise from all these amazing people that I was encountering. And she would always say, I never knew that. Right. I'm going to do that. Wow. I in her 80s. In her 80s, and she has literally taken it upon herself to become such a saver, to become so dedicated to making sure that her finances and her bills are right. And she was excited about learning. She was excited. You know, I, I say something in there, when everyone in your environment or on your ship 
um, is in the same predicament as you. You said something about your niece, and you said you don't know if somebody told her, just ignore them. When you're in that same group of people, you get information. Some of it is bad, some of it is good. People will teach you what they know, and they'll also teach you what they don't know. Mm. So if you have friends saying, well, I ignore my bills, I just put them in the drawer, then you're going to ignore your bills and put them in the drawer. And if you don't get a better captain of that ship, there's a chapter that says being the dumbest cookie in the jar. If you Mm. don't get around some people that know way more than you do, which is what happened to me through the Money Wise Empowerment Tour, because many times in my circle of friends, I wasn't terrible with my bills. We had some situations with layoffs and underpaid and um, underemployed, and then we had two children right on top of each other, um, Some so just some circumstances that we weren't prepared for. But I tried not to be frivolous with money. I was never one that, you know, shot brand name and had to have the biggest and the best car. But just dealing with what we had, we were already in over our heads. But when everybody is in your same predicament in your church, in your community, at your job, think about it. If everybody is complaining about the bills that they have, right? and sometimes you're the smartest person in the circle, and you don't know very much either because you're in the same circle, you're going around the same place. So when I came into the Money Wise environment and heard these names, Willie Jolly, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, Deborah Owens, I was like, I've never heard of these people. Who are they? And I realized that just because I had not heard of them did not mean that the world had not heard of them. My portion of the world had not heard. Mm. And that's where we were lacking. I took pages and pages and pages of information. I felt like the dumbest cookie in the jar when I would hear people talk about enterprise and finances and um owning franchises and I mean wealth that is okay funny story I was out eating one night with some of the speakers and they were saying yeah well I got that one for one and that one cost me about four and so afterwards I asked Mr. Kelvin Boston I was like what are they buying for one dollar and four dollars and he started laughing he said no that's that's how wealthy people talk. They don't say one million. They don't say one million. They'll say one, and it's understood that you're talking in the millions. Wow. I felt so incredibly dumb knowing that, but I, I sat there and I said, why? This was my question many times, Willie. Why am I here? Yes. I have no right to be sitting among the people that I am right now. I am going through, I'm still going through some things. I don't even, their caliber is way, way out of what I could ever even dream about. Why am I here? And and God told me, he said, you're here to learn. Be a sponge. In your circle, you're used to doing all the talking. You're mm. the smart cookie. Yes. In this circle, you're meant to absorb because you're going to take this information back to the people who will never have the privilege of dining with the Willie Jollies and the Kelvin Bostons, and you're going to tell them what you've learned. Wow. And you've done this in this book. It is powerful. (laughs) You tell the bad, the good, and the better. And I love the fact. One thing you just said, uh, Bishop Jake said when we had him on the show recently, he said, if you're the smartest person in your your crowd, in your room, you're in the wrong crowd. You're in the wrong room. You got to be around better, greater thinkers than yourself so you can grow. When I was playing, uh, initially when I was learning to play tennis, uh, my coach would say, 
Play with people who are better than you. Uh, they'll beat you, but you'll get better rather than people you can beat initially because you want to get better. And that's what you were wise enough to do. Uh, sit around when we would be at the different dinners. And I love how you describe how the frugalness of the speakers in terms of their travel. We, they didn't have to have the private jet. No. We flew commercial and uh, we would so often fly uh, business class because we just wanted to make sure we got there safe and sound. But when we got there, we had nice hotels. We had nice meals. We wore clothing that spoke about uh, our investment in ourselves. We, we wore clothing. You write about that. But more importantly, you wrote about the lessons we learned in sitting around talking. When you are talking to people of higher consciousness, the conversation is different. They don't talk about things. No one, I don't know to this day, uh, uh, Brother Brown, who owns all the uh, all the McDonald's, what uh, or Kelvin even. And Kelvin and I, I don't know what kind of car they drive. I have no idea. They never talked about it. Uh, I have no idea what kind of car uh, Buster Sorries or Dennis Kimbrough drives. I have no idea. But I do know what kind of investments they make. I do know what kind of, of thinking they had about growing their wealth. And that is because that that's what we talked about, where you should be investing, where you should be growing, what's the new, new, new trends we should be looking at, and how you should handle your money, where, where you are uh, uh, putting your investments. Uh, just yesterday, I was in the, in the car with uh, the gentleman, the speaker's going from uh, the Get Motivated Tour, myself, Les Brown, uh, who else was on the tour, Robert Herjavec from uh, Shark Tank, yeah. uh, uh, Gloria Mayfield Banks is on the tour, and, and, and we would be in the car all together going from the hotel to the venue, and they'd be talking about what investments they're looking at, what's good, when to buy, and when, don't try and time the market, but learn how to be an uh, investor who constantly will put money on a, on a good blue chip stock. Those are things I never heard about when I was growing up, and I, obviously you didn't hear about it either. Okay, let's talk about this book. There's so much good stuff. Folks, I want you to go get this book. If you if you got it made and you're already a uh, bing, bling, bing, bling, bing, baller shot right. caller, you might not need this book, okay? But if you are like me, have been in my life where I didn't hear about this. My mama was a school teacher. My daddy was an entrepreneur, but they didn't talk about financial literacy. And this talks about financial literacy from ground zero. Um, you know, uh, you say on page 26, business and finances are not taught any of the courses you took in public school or college. No. My parents' no. homeschooling on finance was a recipe for how to struggle. And that's what I learned, how to struggle. How, how to struggle. I didn't learn how to uh, become financial literate. You also say my religious upbringing taught me about suffering and giving, but not so much about what to do when I finish praying for the miracle. After you pray, I tell people often, you pray and then you get up and go to work. God's Absolutely. gift to you is life. Your gift to God is what you do with your life. Praise God for life. Praise okay. God for the opportunity for your gifts and skills, but then go to work and then be a financial literate person where you are paying off your bills. Get in the habit every month of paying your bills off. Uh, don't If you cannot afford it, don't charge it. Wait, saying hopefully the Lord will bless me next month and I'll be able to pay this bill. If you don't have the money in your bank, don't charge it. And if you're in trouble, start getting out of trouble by stop spending and paying off those credit cards, those high interest credit cards. Pay them off. Start with the lowest one with the highest interest rate. Pay that off and take that money and put it on the next one, the next one till you get financially secure. Am I right about it? 
You are absolutely right. And you know, it's interesting. I had the opportunity to do kind of a Q&A here at um, a church uh, after a book signing. And the interest of the people, the questions that may seem so simplistic to others, but you know, one question was, how do I know what's a better financial finance rate? Is it 2% or 9%? Just basically not even understanding that you want a lower financial um, percentage rate when you're going after loans and so forth. And just things that other people may take for granted. Look, my education on the rich and famous came from television, Mm -hmm. came from watching athletes doing the bling. It came from watching the big mansions that they had. And some of it even came from people that came to talk about finances to our church and so forth. I remember one man talking about his wife having an $800 hairstyle and what they were driving if they had a jet. And the majority of people, this is their idea of wealth. Right. Not what you're talking about. We're getting our idea of wealth off of what we see off of television. That's right. And, you know, those rich people, what we say is rich that are around us. But I guess the biggest thing is for me was to find my financial peace. Because when you're hopeless and you know you have more bills than money, what people in my circle would be, well, I only have fifty dollars. The bill is a hundred. I might as well go get my nails done because I can't pay the bill anyway. Right. That's and that's the thinking. And many people are influenced by that. They think that's the way to go. Let me tell you something, folks. I want y'all to hear me because we were talking about wealth building and the seminar recently with my wife and I uh, when we had the marriage book, because the book talks about make love, which we talk about sex, but then we talk about the other big boulder that breaks up marriages, which is money. And we talk about wealth and riches, okay, because people get sometimes get them uh, confused. They'll say, well, you know, I want to be rich. And I say, well, good. Rich is good. That's just first level, though. Wealth mm-hmm. is better. And they say, well, aren't they the same thing? Well, no. But now, this is the Wealthy Ways Show, Willie Jolly's Wealthy Ways Show. For those who uh, knew this name, the official name of it is the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Radio Show. Now, I talk about wealth having a number of different variations of wealth. We've got Financial wealth, yes, that's the one we most think about. But then there's health wealth. If you have goals and your health is not in your top two goals, number Absolutely. number three don't make a difference. Uh, okay, and then we got relationship wealth. You got wealth in your relationship, and you're happy, and you're whole, and your, your relationship's good. Then you got reputational wealth, which is people will speak good about you when you're not around. They talk about you behind your back, and it's good. All those have value. And then that last one is intellectual or intellectual capital wealth, what you know and what your, your knowledge can generate dollars. But let me make it clear. Wealth has value. It has value. Now, rich. Rich is something that comes as a result of your gifts and talents and skills and abilities. And you work hard. You make money. You make a lot of money. You get rich. Here's the problem with rich. It is singular generational. Wealth is multi-generational. And that's what I learned from the people on the, on the Money Wise, that if you're really wealthy financially, you're not just singular. You're multi. That means you you make money from, get rich from your gifts and talents, but wealth comes from your money, making money for you. The investments you make, the hotels, the, the businesses, the, the homes you buy that you can rent out. Look, we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Doreen Vale, this book is off the chain. And for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. I've had enough ups and downs. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. I'm telling you, this is dynamite. This is dynamite, dynamite. The name of the book is Poor No, K-N-O-W, More. I love that because she said, as you know more, then you can do more. Let's talk how you came up with that title because it's so profound. Poor No More. And, and, And the way you have it designed, the no is in one color and the K, the N-O is in one more color and then the K-W is in a lighter shade. So you say, you when you you become poor no more, I'm not going to do that anymore by what you know. Let's talk about how you came with that. Absolutely. Sitting in a Money Wise Empowerment Seminar and um, Mr. Kelvin Boston, he said the words, um, you can be poor no more, N-O. And it dawned on me because, like I said, when I started going, I took pages and pages and pages of information. I've been doing these seminars for seven years, and I still take notes. I am still learning. And it dawned on me, in order 
for you to say that I am poor no more. You have to K-N-O-W. You have to know more because that's what was happening to me in my journey. The more I knew, the more I learned from what I, who and what I was around, the more I could put towards being poor no more. I learned how to uh, pay bills and do the credit in a way that it worked for me. Um, I went from having homes that were at 11% interest rate and cars that, oh, my gosh, you know, there's a chapter in there, 19, 21% interest rate, yep. to my last four cars were 0% interest rate. The home we just purchased is 2.75, no PMI. I didn't know what a mortgage really was made up of. I didn't know that I needed to look for um, if I could get no PMI or 0%. Um, so the more that I knew, the more that I felt empowered to say no more, you know. No more. K-N-O-W. You got to know more. And that's why this Money Wise, if you haven't been to the Money Wise tour, I encourage you to look up uh, uh, Kelvin Boston. He's on PBS. He has a new television network that's coming, too, that I'm going to be involved with. Doreen's going to be involved with. Uh, Della Toro McNeil's going to be involved with. Uh, that We're going to help people to, through our television programming. And uh, look up Kelvin Boss and see if the tour is coming to a city near you. And then if you can find out when Doreen is coming. Uh, now she's out on the road doing her own. She's in North Carolina today. She's been in Africa. She's been all over America with the book, with her singing. You get both. You get two for the price of one. Let me tell you what I wrote about her in the book. Uh, on, on the back of the book is my quote. Doreen Vale is one of the most amazing singers I've ever heard. Yet, she knew there was more to her and more gifts, so she kept growing and kept stretching. She has gone on to become a tremendous success coach. This book shares her life lessons that helped her become poor no more by being, knowing, and, and learning more. Read the book. Reread it. It will lift your spirits and grow your thinking. It will help you do more, be more, and achieve more and help you to be poor no more because you know more. I mean, girl, this book is off the chain. I'm, I'm just going to go through a couple of things I want you to just comment in the, about five or six minutes we got left. Uh, you, we talked about the bankruptcy lesson and what you learned from bankruptcy. You also talked about they saw you coming, which I think you just spoke about just briefly, yeah. that yeah. Uh, you had a car, you needed a car de uh, deal, you needed to go to a car dealership for the first time after yeah. somebody had given you a couple cars over the years, and they took you. They they just took you. They just took you. They took you. But you yeah. learn from that. We got the same thing. You know, our first car, uh, we bought a brand new car, our first brand new car. The guy gave us uh, like 70 months interest. We thought we was doing good. But we kept that bu 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 that th car, though, <laughs> until we could afford to buy one cash. Okay. That's, you know what I'm saying? Then, uh, hello, my name is Bill. When you ignore your bills, they will grow. They won't go away. Um, you, 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 you talked about you never know who's in the room. And yeah. the fact that you got to be willing to not be the smartest cookie in the, in the jar. But yeah. the one I want to talk about is own something. Mm -hmm. And you talk about that one. And reading is fundamental. Those are two that I thought were powerful. Talk a little bit about own something. Well, you know, I was brought up in, in a household and then as I, in my adult life, that you make money to spend money. Mm. And you don't think about 
an investment. You don't think about owning something. Um, I have been around circles of people who don't believe in home ownership. Wow. They just don't. Yep. They just feel like they, as a matter of fact, I had a conversation with someone um, in North Carolina where um, the mobile homes, the trailers, are, are popular among some people. But this person has enough money to actually buy a home. But they want a mobile home. And I'm asking them, I said, do you know that mobile homes depreciate like a car? I know that, but it's what I want. But do you know you could take that say you can afford to take that same amount of money and get a home? I know that, but I want a mobile home. And just understanding the difference between something depreciating and appreciating, owning something, owning a business, um, owning something like my husband and I, when we became unemployed and underemployed, if we had other streams of income if we were running some other types of business that would have helped us get through those lean times. Right. And also with reading, I look at children, I've been to some of the places and um, even after school care and enrichment programs and the television is running with the cartoons. And these are the same things that kids do when they are home. Um, what about reading? Uh, funny story. I went out when my book first, the first day that I got my first book back, my husband and I went out to celebrate. There was a young waiter. And he said, um, what are you celebrating? Anniversary, birthday? I said, no, I'm celebrating being a brand new author. I just got my book, see? And he's like, what is it about? And I tell him that it's about finances and my journey to financial peace. And he's like, oh, well, um, I don't read. Wow. I said, do you have any aspirations of being more than working here at this restaurant and being a waiter? Yeah, but reading isn't my thing. I said, then you need this book because you need to read that reading is fundamental. I said, because if right. you are looking at aspiring to being someone else, you need to at least read some of those stories. I said, do you know that wealthy people do more reading than anything else? He's like, well, what do they read? I said, they read everything from magazines to books to editorials. I said, you know, you can do it on the internet. And one thing that I noticed too, Willie, is that in my environment of my going shopping in my neighborhoods coming along, the supermarkets, um, other places, our magazines that are sold at the counters do not look like the magazines that I see when I'm traveling in airports. Right, right. Or if I go to the Kennedy Center. Right. The magazines that I see going out the counter is, you know, the Inquirer and soap opera magazines and what this star and the hair thing, and that's what we're grabbing up. If I go to the airport, it's a whole different, it's money magazines. That's right. It's, you know, Investors um, Weekly, Black Enterprise, yes. Investors Weekly, uh, yes. uh, just one after another. Look, folks, yes. she has hit it on the head. Every successful person I know reads. I was with Les Brown. He took, he, he was, I was with him just this week and he said, Willie, I took a course where I can read even more books. I'm trying to read four a month now, at least four. Now, I typically read uh, two to three a month because I've got the interviews to do. But I, I said, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up my game. And my wife said, we need, we need that course. We want to find ways we can get more info because whether it's Bishop Jakes, whether it's John Maxwell, we all understand the power of getting information. When you read, you do a brain transplant from somebody else's brain to yours. The, the, the other thing I want to share with people, and by the way, I want everybody to go to willyjolly.com slash gift. 
williejolly.com slash gift. I've got a gift of the book, Think and Grow Rich, that changed my life. It was the first book I ever read from cover to cover. I give it to you in a digital download, my gift to everybody, because that's how powerful the reading has had uh, on my life, and I want to bless others with that, as well as some of the interviews and podcasts. You know, my interviews now on iHeart. Uh, media podcast as well as on iTunes and Stitcher so you should get all these interviews of these great people uh, I've interviewed on these uh, platforms but she is so right what changes is who you hang out with who inspire you which she talked about in the book and what you read Uh, in the last minute we got well first before we go any further where can people get in touch with you I want them to reach you to bring you to their church to their organization to their financial literacy organization where can they reach you Well, I would love to come. They can reach me at my website, DoreenZale.net. B-A-I-L. Yes, that's D as in David, O-R-E-E-N-Z as in Victor, A-I-L.net. Under my contact information, my telephone number you can locate there, my email. um, So you can contact me through that. My email address is also um, DoreenZale.net online at Yahoo, uh, Doreen Vale online at Yahoo. But as I said, the easiest way is to go to my website, DoreenVale.net, and all the information is there. I'm also on Facebook. I am also on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, and I'm also on LinkedIn. Excellent. And where can they get the book? They can get the book from Amazon. Now, Amazon won't have any signed autographed copies, or they can get the book through my website, DoreenVale.net, and you will get an autographed copy of my book as well as um, an incredible bookmark that we are so tickled to pink with that Willie Jolly suggested that we do. Another wonderful suggestion. Let me just say, I love my mentor. Amen. Mr. Willie Jolly and D. Jolly, you guys have been amazing forces in my life. Amen. Well, we, we're grateful. We, we still talk about it everywhere, that uh, when you sing I Am Changing, it changed my life. Where can they, get a, where can they see that I Am Changing for themselves? Uh, I have a YouTube channel, okay. and there's a couple of versions of I Am Changing as well as other music. I tell my husband, I said, I think I'm a trifecta now, <laughs> a singer, a speaker, an author, storyteller. There you go. So when I come, I come with all of them. I don't know how to leave one of them home. Amen. So. <laughs> Well, go and get that, DoreenVale.net. And I appreciate you for being on with me today. And I want everybody to get this book for their family members. Financial literacy can change your future. And she shares how it has done it with her and the lessons she learned. And I'm telling you, folks, many of us have bad models that need to be changed and can be changed if you just knew more. Folks, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. I want to thank you for listening. Go to WillieJolly.com slash gift. Get your gift. Go to JollyMarriage.com. Get your copy of the marriage book and remember for sure your best is yet to come have a great week on purpose This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.